turn around. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is Andy. Andy. It's a wonderful <laughs> podcasting day. Oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> it's another day that me and Andy are starving, and we're going to eat too much. Yeah. So one of the most difficult things that Justin, we were just talking about this, is picking up the food when you're hungry and then just like waiting. <laughs> yeah. He, and he has to drive with the food. Yeah. And then when we get here, we're kind of like setting up and taking pictures. Yeah. And it's just and like... And plating. And plating. <laughs> and like the smells are just... Killing me. We're just like like salivating and hungry. So. Yeah. And it, this looks absolutely delicious. So I can't wait. So what are we eating today, Justin? So we are eating Cuban food. Yes. And this is from? Uh, so this is from Esquina Habanera. So uh, I'm probably, let me, let's just also preface, we're going to be terrible at the... at the. Yeah, yeah so. if you are a long-time listener, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, so I really feel bad for everyone. But yeah, so, and they actually had a, um, they had an article in Syracuse.com on July 23rd, and they were just talking about it, and their slow-cooked beef, and their pork, and... They do have pulled pork. I didn't get pulled pork because there's so much other stuff that we're going to be eating today. Um, but I'm very excited to try it. Um, it's a it's a restaurant that has um, it's it's counter service. They do have like a small dining area, um, but uh, it's it's right on Burnett Street. Um, if you get off on the Townsend exit and you take a right and then you take another right, you're pretty much there. Let's eat something because <laughs> yeah, <eat> <laughs> my brain is malfunctioning. <laughs> let's start with some you know some things that we would kind of consider to be like little appetizers or sides. Would you agree with that? Sure. Uh, let's do this one first. Wow. That's good. What do you think about it? It's very interesting texture than I thought. It's thicker than I thought. So what is this? So this is yuca. Basically, it is, it's a tuber, and it's, this is like the root of it. It's, it's got a very potato kind of feel. Starchy, yes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's got a light white or cream color and a grainy texture similar to potatoes, and it's a root, and it kind of has like a... It's got a grain to it, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it kind of peels off like a, like a just like a potato, like you're diving into a potato. Mm-hmm. Mild, sweet, somewhat nutty taste. Yeah. And I got to say that the flavors, I'm not sure what a, a yuca or yucca tastes like just without flavors, but the flavors on this are spot on, right? It tastes like really, there's a lot of butter in there, I think. Maybe. Buttery. <laughs> the, the, it's covered in onions and mm-hmm. they're sweet. Like some and sweet the onions, onions are... Yeah, the onions are flavored, and I think the yuca is too. So this reminds me a little bit of pierogi. What do you think about that? Uh, disagree. Really? <laughs> pierogi? This is nothing like a pierogi. What are you talking about? You know, like the onions. You're talking about the, the inside potato? of a pierogi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Try it again. Okay. Let's try it again. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> this is delicious, though. Would you say? Mm-hmm. And you look at it, and it's a very kind of bland look to it to a certain degree right yeah it looks like a very white banana yeah i was expecting it to be like very actually i was expecting it to have like a just a very vegetal sort of flavor mm-hmm. um just like some sort of like stalky yeah. vegetable but mm-hmm. no this is like full of starch full of flavor and there's a good contrast between the onions and the yuca yeah, so. i think there's lots of butter in there which i think you like which i love mm-hmm. i love that so much <laughs> yeah that's good uh while we're eating do you want to open up a, a soda yeah let's go soda for pop it. Very nice. It was very good, yeah. So they had these three drinks right here that we're going to eventually try. And, uh, you know, I was just kind of like, is this like a Coca-Cola? And they're like, no. <laughs> so <laughs> This is original flavor since 1917. Yeah. So this is iron beer. Wow, I love that noise. The How long can that thing back up for? <laughs> a long time. 
So while the truck's backing up, this kind of reminds me of a root beer cream soda. If you're driving right now, that's just someone that's someone in the <laughs> podcast that's backing up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I apologize. We can't always control our environments. That's loud. It's like backing up into my apartment. That would make oh, for some. Oh, it's finally done backing up. <laughs> no, it's just uh, that's just yeah. That was part nope. one of the three point turn. <laughs> it's awful. So this is called the National Beverage. Interesting. I don't know if that's true, but it says so in the can. No. <laughs> <clears throat> it's not. Uh, so here's here's the here's the national trifecta: mojito, Cuba Libre, aka rum and coke, and the daiquiri. The daiquiris, yeah. We were I was gonna make an El Presidente today too, which is another classic Cuban cocktail, but mm. we're going simple today. We're going it's simple. Today is all about, the, about food. the food, right? Yeah. It's about the food. Maybe we maybe next week we do kind of like a Cuban cocktail episode. Oh, maybe. Up for that? Maybe. <laughs> all right, let's eat something else. I'm yes. hungry. Let's try. Let's try this one. We're going to okay. try some of the empanadas. So I right. got, we got a chicken, like a shredded chicken and cheese empanada, and then also a shredded beef and cheese empanada. So it we're going to try so the good. chicken first. Oh, it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's very good. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. <laughs> this is so wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to eat this all the time. Yep. The, the seasoning is so different. It's kind of a fresh seasoning, right? Like I think they make, sometimes you have uh, empanadas that, you know, like Mexican restaurants or even like Taco Bell makes like an empanada or something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so Go I think on. you're, when you're... Here, here's your shovel. For like, a having a, a, like having a uh, empanada from like a Cuban restaurant, uh-huh. I think is different than what uh, like a standard like cheapo empanada would be. And the, the seasonings and the flavors are so different. And it's like so good. What is this inside of? What do you mean? Oh, what uh, is this? Like the dough? Mm-hmm. It's like a dough, like a pastry dough. It's like, you know, it's like a, it's like a pierogi. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a pastry dough that's deep fried. Mm. It's so good that I'm going to move on to the beef one, too. And the beef is shredded. Like, it's not just like a ground beef empanada. Oh, and it's very good. So an empanada is a type of baked or fried turnover consisting of pastry and mm-hmm. filling. <laughs> <laughs> the name comes from the Spanish verb empanar and translates as enbreaded. Enbreaded? That is wrapped or coated in bread. Huh, okay. They're made by folding dough over a filling, which may consist of meat, cheese, tomato, corn, and other ingredients. So pan is bread. So like mm-hmm. to em... Embread something. Embread things. Mm-hmm. As, as opposed to inbread. <laughs> that, that's very different. <laughs> that's way different. So, so this looks like it has um, some peppers, onions, some beef, cheese. Mm. Dude, this one is so good. You're going to love it. Mm. Like even better than the last one. And the last one was so good. These guys, they've got their spices done right, you know? That meat is just so good, both the chicken and the mm-hmm. beef. I will absolutely be re- returning to this place. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking, it's a good thing it's kind of like farther away from my apartment. Because mm-hmm. if it was like just down the road, <laughs> this is not good. What's that? I think they're going to be doing like construction work out my window. Like now? Like during the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next week we'll be oh, in Oh, there. A, There's a the big camp. truck going by. All right. Well. <laughs> so, well, we will see. So the next... One I want to move on to is try the salad. Oh, yeah. Right? So this is a what? This is ensalada fria, a.k.a. cold salad. So it's got, it looks like it has macaroni in it. Uh, it's got pineapple. I think it has, I want to say pulled pork. Let's just see what's in it and try it out. And huge disclaimer, this has mayonnaise in it, and I'm probably going to pay for it because I'm not great with mayonnaise. But it was too, too good to pass up, right? Should I try it? It's so good. Is it worth it? Is it worth the weekend? It is. 
Yeah, there's definitely some... It's worth the whole damn weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have, like, a menu or something that we can tell, like, what's in it exactly? Or no? Oh, man. It's just ham. So it's like a... It, that's a really nice ham, though. Right? Doesn't that taste there's good? There's something like... It's got pineapple. Stringy in here. Maybe that's the pineapple pieces. It's got it's got pineapple, ham, uh, mayo, of course, um, macaroni. But the ham, the ham is good. It's really mm-hmm. good. So far, all their meat has just been seasoned so well. Yep, to perfection. Like this is yeah, this is like like just like Latin American comfort food. You know, mm-hmm. just like all around. Like this is just really easy eating. Oh, that was so good. It was kind of like a like a macaroni salad. Kind of reminds me of that. A little bit sweeter because of the pineapple and ham is also sweet. Yeah. But that's better than macaroni salad. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that correctly at home, but I'd like to make that with like some vegan mayonnaise. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just like do my own take on it. Uh, Let's get into another drink, okay? Because we're going to have four drinks on this episode. I don't drink a lot of soda. Well, it's going to be a real gaseous episode. Yeah. (laughs) Mmm. Smell this one. So this one is Tropicola, and it's sparkling champagne cola. Wow. Well, they're just definitely doing construction outside. <laughs> this is going to be picking up on it, right? Oh, for sure, probably. Okay. They're just spraying can, dirt. Can you um? Can you take video of that? Of just the guy doing <laughs> just, that? They're spraying dirt on my apartment. <laughs> Basically. This is pretty hilarious. This like is going to warrant like probably taking a break at some point and just maybe waiting for them to stop yeah. spraying dirt. Unfortunately. So this drink kind of reminds me a little bit of that Inca Cola that we had. So it kind of tastes like a little bit like that. It's also got spices and then kind of has like a little bit of just like a normal like Coca-Cola or Pepsi sort of flavor. Both of these have had a slight cream soda feel to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But this one has, correct me if I'm wrong, a little banana? Maybe. I think so. You were, get, you were about right. to just deny it, but then you... <laughs> it's just so easy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's a little banana in here, I think. Speaking of banana... Should we? Let's do it. Right. Yeah, let's do it. I'd say let's let's do this one. Take a break, right, and then um, and then get into some other stuff. Yeah. So, speaking of banana, not quite, but very similar. We're gonna revisit platanos or plantains, mm-hmm. prepared by people who actually know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, instead of what <laughs> we did on that episode, which actually ours turned out pretty good. But mm-hmm. This is probably gonna be better. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're just they're fried plantains, so you can have plantains served a couple different ways. But these are very good. Mm-hmm. Like, I could eat this every day, right? This meal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not to, such, not to such size and proportions, but... So, when you cook banana like this, oh, or, or plantain, yeah. it does, in my mind, turn a little bit towards... Like, there's a little bit of a sweet potato vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You see, like, the sweetness. Like, and you don't like that. Justin, just admit it, man. I don't, don't... love it. <laughs> Some bites are better than others. Like, that one was... Mm. The ones that lean more towards, like, that banana plantain flavor. Mm-hmm. But some of it, you just kind of get, like, a sweet caramelized. I don't know. This is so good. So mm-hmm. the person, the, the young lady that helped me, young lady, I'm like, what am I, like, 60? <laughs> Thanks, dear. <laughs> so Janet helped me. Janet helped me through. So she is the daughter of the owner. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, I kind of was just like, help me. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I've had, I've obviously had some of these dishes before. But really just kind of, like, getting the best cuban packed lunch you know i mean obviously like we're not doing the full justice of all cuban cuisine in this episode but i was like help me with a cuban lunch but because we're not doing everything that means that we can revisit it someday you're damn right it does (laughs) (laughs) you're damn right ah yum those were all delicious 
We have not even gotten to, like, I'm actually, like, kind of getting a little full. Are you? <laughs> a little bit? Yeah, a little it's bit. It's just a little bit. Like, we have a long way to go. So you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Digest we'll... a little bit? Yeah. Don't we'll go anywhere. to the bigger part of the meal. Yeah. We're taking a break. You guys aren't taking a break. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you in a bit. Bye. And we're getting a little full. Yeah, we're getting a little full. And we haven't <laughs> even got to the main part yet. No. But let's take a little sip of a Cuban classic. A Cuba Libre. Which means free Cuba. Which is consisting of rum and coke. And some lime. And some lime. And some lime. Oh, so good. Do you want to talk a little bit about the origin of the cocktail, Cuba Libre? Yeah, go for it. The cocktail originated in the early 20th century in Cuba after the country won independence in the Span-Am War. Or the Spanish-American War. Span-Am sounds like an airline. Yeah. Welcome to Span-Am. Yeah. Can I get you a cocktail? Uh, so after the Spanish-American War, it became popular across Cuba, the United States, and other countries. It's simple, inexpensive, and the ingredients have made it one of the world's most popular alcoholic drinks. Mm -hmm. Drink critics often consider the drink mediocre. Boo! <laughs> Screw you, drink critics. But I guess Cuba latched on to it like, almost immediately after Coca-Cola kind of came out yeah. yeah i mean it's it really is easy and refreshing mm -hmm. and they're like this is ours yeah. <laughs> you know so but a lot of rum and coke some people do rum and coke uh they don't put the lime juice in i think that adds a little bit you know we just squeeze like half a lime in each that's a lot of it mm -hmm. yeah i love it oh it's so good <sighs> all right let's get into this food let's get into this food i think the next thing that we should do is maybe the ropa vieja with um with some of the rice okay Sounds good. Do they go together? Uh, scoop I together? don't know. No, I'll I mean, not in like the, yeah. not necessarily in the same scoop loop, but you know what I mean? So what is this? So ropa vieja, which means old clothes, is one of the national dishes of Cuba and popular in other different parts, you know, other parts of Puerto Rico, Panama, Spain, Philippines. So it's shredded or pulled stewed beef with vegetables. Is it good? You're going to love it. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait. I got to stop talking. Oh, damn. This is so good. Mm-hmm really good consistency too like the beef is like soft but it's not it's not like minced you know it mm -hmm. still has like a little texture to it man they're really good with their meat uh-huh it's moist mm-hmm it's flavored so well you have to chew it a little bit but it's not mm -hmm. tough um the vegetables are like well incorporated you know and they're not again they're not like over shredded like it's just this is delicious really 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 good flavor mm -hmm. i mean it reminds me of something but i'm not sure <laughs> does it remind you of beef i mean this beef it does it. remind me of like beef stew a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it is stew. Yeah. You said. But the flavors are just so good. The Cuba Libre is like pairing with everyone, everything really nicely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Have you had the rice and beans yet? Mm -mm. Just good classic, like, you know, spiced black beans and rice. So they had, um, I'm not, I don't think they were all turned on at the same time, but um, four like pretty large uh, rice cookers. And they've got different types of rice and beans. I think they've got fried, Cuban style, I think white. So I'm not a big, like, rice person, usually. Yeah? Like, I like it mixed in with other things. Yeah. But a lot of Who times, just like, eats rice? when I get, like, order out Chinese food or anything like that, sometimes they give you too much rice. And, like, plain rice and sometimes, like, brown rice, white rice is just kind of, mm -hmm. I don't know. But this is seasoned really well. It's not too intense. It's got, like, a, like a nice mild flavor, but yeah, it's really good. I'm going to open up the last soda. Just so that I'm not just like, oh man, like I really want to wash that down. And I'm not like washing it down with a rum and coke. <laughs> so the last soda is um, 
a pine. It's just a pineapple soda. I really like pineapple soda. I know, man. I'm kind of like crushing the soda. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's oh, like drinking man. Hawaiian pizza. It's like drinking Hawaiian pizza. Just <laughs> <laughs> <This> pineapple. <laughs> So far, I think those empanadas were my favorite. They were just like, they, they just this. took me to another planet. <laughs> <laughs> like every every single thing that I've tried today has been like, just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it's like, some of those things like that's so good. the best version of every type that of thing. you're like, how, is, how have I not been eating this food yeah. for the first 30 plus years of my life? Yeah. Okay. I say we get into, let's let's start with the classic, right? Okay. Let's start with the Cuban sandwich. You know, everyone's had, well, a lot of people have had a Cuban sandwich. This one looks like it has, you know, a good mix of ham. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely pickles and mustard. Definitely pickles and mustard. Looks like Cheese. A, looks like a pulled pork as well. Like a provolone, maybe? A provolone. Or a mozzarella. I can't tell. No, it's Swiss. Oh, yeah. Swiss makes sense. <laughs> I was like, mozzarella, provolone. I've gone through all the white cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> let's wrap it up. <laughs> all right. Let's eat this. Mm, good classic. Right, but it's definitely pulled pork. Yeah. Right? I mean, they really knocked the meats out of the park. Good bread, too. Yeah, I was just going to say, the bread they have it on is... Phenomenal bread. Like a good, like really wide, kind of flat... It's almost like panini bread. Yeah. But a little bit more to it. I mean, they did press it, right? This is, these mm. are pressed sandwiches, so... So a Cuban sandwich is a variation of a ham and cheese sandwich that likely originated in cafes catering to Cuban workers... Yeah. In Tampa or Key West, two early Cuban immigrant communities in Florida centered around the cigar industry. Um, the sandwich is made with ham, roasted pork, Swiss cheese, pickles, mustard, and sometimes salami on Cuban bread. So Cuban bread is fairly simple white bread, similar to French bread and Italian bread, but has a slightly different baking method and ingredient list. Mm. In particular, it generally includes a small amount of fat in the form of lard or vegetable shortening. Just try some of the pork, like the pulled pork. Yeah, I did. It was like... Really nice and moist. It, uh, it passes the Andy pulled pork. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's just cooked to perfection. It really is. I'm so excited about this place. <laughs> <laughs> so the bread is usually made in long baguette-like loaves. It is a staple of Cuban-American cuisine and is traditionally the bread of choice when making the authentic Cuban sandwich. So good. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's try this let's try next this sandwich. What is this? So this is a chorizo sandwich. So if you've had chorizo, have you ever had chorizo? No, you've never had chorizo. I think I have. Yeah. So chorizo is a type of sausage. So it's a, it's a Spanish pork spicy sausage. And so I was told by the owner that this is actual like Spanish chorizo. So mm. is it good? Mm-hmm. So this looks like it has chorizo. It looks like it has ham, like a sliced ham. Mm-hmm. And then some sort of cheese on top. It maybe like a really mild, like maybe Swiss. Man, that chorizo is delicious. Yeah. Can I take a nap here afterwards for a bit? <laughs> yeah. Very, very good. The sandwiches were huge. They're massive. And yeah. It's like eight ninety nine for like essentially four full sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. Like Andy was so confused when he opened it up because he was like, what is all this? I was like, what? I was like, what? They only gave me Cubanos. Like, I was like, what the heck? And then I like looked. I'm like, oh, there's a whole nother thing just as big as this with all the chorizo. Yeah, it's the portions are massive. So yeah. like if you want, I mean, really, this is such good food and the portions are massive. It's massive. just insane. Yeah. Massive. I can't get over this chorizo. It's just that like spicy meat. It's perfect. Yeah. It's still good. And I like this, the spice of the chorizo better than like a salami or something like that. Mm-hmm. So chorizo is a type of pork sausage. In Europe, chorizo is a fermented cured smoked sausage. 
which may be sliced and eaten without cooking or added as an ingredient to add flavor to other dishes. So Spanish chorizo, which is this, is made from coarsely chopped pork and pork fat seasoned with garlic, pimentin, which is a smoked paprika, and salt. That smoked paprika is what we're tasting. That's the spice? Mm-hmm. That's the heat? Yep. Amazing, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so I don't think we can say like what was the best out of all these because I know what yours is. It's the empanada, right? Those are so good, yeah. Well, okay, what was your best? What was your favorite empanada? That's so tough. I'd say mine was the mine. Mine was the beef. I think I just prefer beef over chicken anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it had like a little more the chicken. The chicken one was very um, reductive. Maybe mm-hmm. it was like just chicken. And, the beef and had spices. a lot more flavor, like different flavors in it. Yeah, yeah. The beef yeah. had a lot more going on. But if you really like, if you really like chicken and spices, not spicy, but spices and then cheese, that's like an amazing mm-hmm. choice. I think I liked them both equally. I think the chicken one had more cheese in it, or it more did. of a cheese flavor. Yep. So if you like a cheesy empanada, get the chicken one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of other sides, like what would you say your favorite side was? That salad, the macaroni salad thing was delicious. Salad was great. Yeah, that was like... Really like do not miss it because I almost missed it. And then um, I kind of like went back for the salad and the sodas. And I'm glad I did because otherwise we wouldn't have had that. Mm -hmm. So I would say my favorite side, I I guess I was like surprisingly impressed by the yuca. I had no idea what it was going to taste like. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe I've had it before, but didn't really, I don't know, maybe it wasn't prepared super well. Huh? You're thinking of pierogies. That's not pierogies, (laughs) but. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting to try. Like it was like a buttery sweet potato, but similar to a potato, but not really a potato. Right. Um, And then in terms of the entrees, so ropa vieja, uh, cubano sandwich, and then uh, the chorizo sandwich, what would you say was your favorite? That pulled meat, the pulled pork meat was just... Uh, it, beef, but yeah, yeah. The rope yeah, of the, you had. The pulled yeah. beef, whatever, was really, really good. Phenomenal. Like, just outstanding. Yeah. Um, I'm a sandwich guy. I love sandwiches. I think today I just like the chorizo just because I like that spicy paprika, that smoky paprika flavor, that saltiness. was delicious. Yeah. I, I would have to agree with you. And that's just some, that's like a type of sandwich that I don't ever get. Like, yeah. I've never had a chorizo sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say, though, that it's probably the best Cubano I've ever had. Yeah. Like Cubano yeah. sandwich, so, mm-hmm. right? Like, Yeah, I mean, they know how to do their meat, so both the ham and the pork is good. The bread is great. It's just... Fantastic. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad we got every piece that we got. And we have probably only sampled a quarter of the menu. This is part one of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, maybe we'll, get, uh, maybe we'll get the owner on the podcast next oh, time. Maybe. Right? Or Janet. She seems pretty cool. Shout out to Janet. Shout out to Janet for just bearing with me. It was like lunch hour, and I really apologize for my indecisiveness, but <laughs> I really do appreciate your help. So, Andy, the weather's been changing. <laughs> How? Uh, what have you been up to lately? <clears throat> Is this a cross-country skiing segue? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, well, so climbing is kind of out right now just because the COVID numbers have been up, at least for the gym, and it's you know just not like 40s and kind of rainy mm-hmm. intermittently so i'm kind of gearing up for the winter i know it's probably gonna be about another month and a half before we get some good snow but uh i've been um kind of anticipating and preparing for cross-country skiing so have you ever cross-country skied before no just never i've snowshoed i've never cross-country skied it's very different i feel like snowshoeing is just kind of like walking walking <laughs> it's just kind of like walking right we went on a um like a little snowshoe walk or hike or whatever in, in highland forest so it's like southern part of um, onondaga county and we went on a day where it wasn't like fresh powder so it was just literally just walking like there wasn't that's, like a fresh pack to walk through that's about the time that i went there was snow but it wasn't like the it wasn't like peak 
the best snowshoeing time. Yeah. But it was one of those things that, like, we wanted to do. Yeah. But, yeah, then it's just, like, walking in the woods with large clown shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. If, if there's, like, a utility behind... Kalen and I were talking about this. If there's a utility behind the snowshoes, like... Oh, I gotta go check the traps, or you know, mm-hmm. like I mean, like whatever, you know, or or if you need to go collect firewood, and it's three foot deep of you know yeah. powdery snow or whatever, and you don't want to sink down every foot. Yeah, I get the utility of that. Uh, snowshoeing seems less recreational to me, though. I think like people imagine snowshoeing as like walking on top of the snow, like Legolas. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they're picturing when they go like snow. Which is Legolas walk on top of snow? Legolas. Yeah, yeah. He walked on top of snow. Yeah. Do elves just, can elves just do that? I know, but there's a shot where they're all like, you know, like waist deep in snow and he's like over the top of the snow. Weird. (laughs) I think that's people's like. Wait, as played by Orlando Bloom? Yeah. Wow, okay, weird. You don't remember that? No. Yeah, he just kind of walked on top of the snow. He's an elf, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think people imagine like. like, Of course he's an elf. (laughs) Let's run with you. No. (laughs) (laughs) Not the kind from the North Pole. (laughs) He's not making you presents. He's he's fighting for Middle Earth. Whoa! How did he know what Middle Earth was? Whoa! But I think that's what people think when they think snowshoeing is kind of like this cool. No, like, no one thinks of Lego. Really? No, I just think people's idea of snowshoeing is that you're going to be like out walking on yeah, top of the right, snow right, in right, the woods. Right. But then they do it, and you're think, like, you know, oh, it's kind of walking. I think if you had a uh, uh, almost like a candy shell to the top of the snow, you know, when you yeah, get like you need a, like a thick ice pack. Mm-hmm. You know? I think you can walk on it on that. In that, but in most instances, I don't think. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be. You're going to be walking right on top. We're not elves. <laughs> of course, Legolas was an elf. <laughs> Why do our listeners sound like that? I don't know. It's so funny. I'm so full, <laughs> but I just keep taking a bite because mm-hmm. it's just so. I just want the flavor. Mm-hmm. God, the bread is so good. Just nailed it. They really nailed it. Do you think in the future they're going to figure out a way to taste things without eating? Yes. Hashtag Neuralink. What's up, guys? What's that? Sign me up. It's, they're going to like patch into your brain. Because I've, I've imagined a future and it would be really gross. But like so having like a spit bucket almost. A what? A spit bucket where you chew and you're tasting the flavors. <clears throat> Cut that. <laughs> 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 just cut the... but like is there a medical or a yeah. scientific way of doing that without the bucket there's you know, like there's a medical and scientific way out... of describing that that's called an eating disorder well i'm just saying like <laughs> you can't like uh I'm, we're not promoting that by no way. i know i'm just wondering with our society and culture and all that people love eating but they're also like wanting to be as skinny as possible so i feel like we'll have this weird society where people are eating but not consuming I don't. I think we're kind of moving away from that skinny as possible thing, right? To a degree, I, mean, I think there is a lot of body like dysmorphia. Huh? I think we'd like to be moving away from it, but yeah, I still think popular culture pushes it. I think we're less pushing. I, I, well, I think there's. I think there's forces that are bringing it a little bit away <laughs> from that sort of extreme. Yeah. You know, super skinny body model culture. Body yeah. culture. Yeah. I think like inclusion of like plus size. You know, models, you know, like, I mean, there's mm-hmm. tons of plus size models yeah. now, which is fantastic. And being ultra skinny is not healthy. Right. And we are nuts. trying to move towards a healthy culture, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of the uh, things that are sort of side skirting, like a, any corporate effort to add uh, kind of like plus size models or some sort of inclusion in that sense is like Instagram influencers. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're just kind of out of control. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a there's a weird balance between 
healthy life, healthy lifestyle, healthy eating, exercise, and all that. And the foodie culture of, like, just eating all sorts of different foods. And then there's also something called loving yourself, too. Yeah. I don't think enough like, people are doing that. Can I? So that's I, why I'm wondering if there's just going to be a weird future where people go out to taste but not eat. You know what I mean? All right, snack back. <laughs> Here's what I want you to do. Instead of imagining that, I want you to take your right arm and bring it to right under your armpit on the left side. And then take your left arm and then put it right on your right elbow and just kind of rock back and forth and just just hug yourself. (laughs) We love you. And I hope you love you. What if there was a weird future where you had like an external stomach? What is wrong with you? (laughs) All right. I'm going to start a podcast called Love Yourself with Andy. All right. You're just going to rock yourself to sleep. There you go. You had a good day, didn't you? Block out all the bad memories. No, not like that. Right? <laughs> that seems like a little... T- Justin, that seemed a little too dy- dystopian of you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Justin interjects and he's like... And <laughs> <laughs> Justin interjects and he's just like... And you're not going to remember anything when you wake up. <laughs> Was that uh, good? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Why do I always ask you for a reassurance? <laughs> Uh, we're going to need a box. Yeah, we're going to need a box. <laughs> we're going to need a couple boxes. So why do you, why is it called a doggy bag? Uh, you bring it home to your dog? I hope not. Because that seems, when you have such good food. My know, dog's gone. Why would you? <laughs> Andy had a great dog. Gus. Gus. God bless you, Gus. Uh, yeah, it does come from a pretense that the dinner plan, the diner plans to give the food to a pet. Ugh. Yeah. That's horrible. It was popularized in the 1970s etiquette columns of many newspapers. Here's a doggy bag, and it's literally a dog on the bag, and it just says, You remembered! <laughs> it's like a dog with, with like a uh, bib. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a shitty dog. Right? Yeah. What do you think that you dog's remembered? name is? Just name that dog. Five, four, three, two, one. Penelope. Yep, it's definitely a Penelope. <laughs> Penelope. Like, come on, girl. Oh, can you imagine giving Penelope, the dog, these leftovers? I would just cry. They're okay, so good. So, so look at this guy. Look at this guy. This guy's sitting. It, it's like a picture of a man sitting in a restaurant with, like, nice, like, business clothes on. He's got his napkin over his plate. It looks like a diner, right? He looks like he's yeah. overdressed to a diner and then is, like, kind of got his, like, waist. And he's like, yeah, that's for the dog. <laughs> the only food that I could say, like, bring home to your dog would be something that doesn't reheat or eat well like fries you know what i mean i would okay so so animals shouldn't but they shouldn't have that food anyway it's like fried greasy food yeah yeah like oh you know you like that new carpet dog's gonna vomit on it yeah or worse (laughs) it's crazy with like modern science we realize how horrible we fed pets in the past yep like the the lifespan of home dogs was like eight and now it's like 12 or 13 15 even 15 Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a cat in texas that lived to be 38 why do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> and the oldest cat before that was 35, also Texas. So something about Texas. Wow. Cats. Kind of that, that uh, dry heat. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I think that does it. Yeah. Ended it on a 38-year-old cat note. <laughs> Amazing food. Yeah, very good. Try Esquina, Habanera. Or if you're not around this area, go to your local Cuban, Cuban restaurant. restaurant. And uh, check it out. But if you're probably within a one-hour distance of this place... It's worth an hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Find a reason to get to Syracuse. Check this place out. I don't... I mean, it's mostly counter space, so you might just be like... You might be like driving home with it and 
you're gonna have to pull over because <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're hungry like you're just gonna be like uh screw this <laughs> like yeah. i'm just gonna go. if you're picking it up with for your family order one little extra empanada or something yeah order two empanadas yeah for yourself yeah yeah and then make, make sure you're wipe, wiping off the pastry flakes before you get inside because yeah. you will be caught red-handed like a little cheese drip on your chin what's yeah. that uh narfin <laughs> <sighs> oh what was your favorite uh what was your favorite soda did you have a favorite so let's see soda um I th- I really like the iron beer, like the root beer cream soda ish taste. Cool. I think I could drink that on its own, and I think that would be pretty good in a cocktail, actually. Mmm. What kind of cocktail? With what? Put a little rum in it. Put a little rum in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, they all had a uh, they all had like a root beer cream soda sort of mix. Well, at least the two did, and then the pineapple soda was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the tropic tropicola, a little banana, a little banana. It vibes. did. It did have a little banana, just a touch. <laughs> But I think they was, those would both go super well with rum. Mm-hmm. And the the pineapple one would also go super well with rum. Yeah. So rum all around. Yeah. Rum is just great for tropical drinks. So Yeah. Anyway, check out Esquina Habanera. I mean, just amazing. Check it out. Check it out. Oh, my gosh. So good. All right. Uh, we're going to go have a food coma. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Yeah. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find this episode and others like it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iTunes, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. And you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 315-313-5456. And if you want a sticker, just DM us. I'll send you one. He'll, he'll slip in a business card. Yeah. <laughs> Hasta luego! Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 o